Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So every once in a while, I don't have an awareness of what the radio show would like to be, and it isn't yelling at me. So in those times, what I do is I go to Facebook and I post inside uh, a few different groups. I post in the Insiders Club and ask them what they would like to listen to and a couple other groups that I have. And so that's where this week's show was inspired from, was a uh, person asked for a show about getting over a past relationship. So I changed it up a little bit because I didn't want it necessarily just to be about relationships. I wanted you to be able to apply all of this to anything. So how to get over past failures because you know (laughs) relationships can feel like failures or businesses or money things or there's so many pieces to that so let's get started first when we even consider that something failed what we're doing is judging it because that's like calling something a failure is judging it and There's a few things with that. One, when we do that, we're not actually able to receive everything from that situation. Now, we can have an awareness that we chose something that didn't create more. That's a totally different energy than saying that failed. So I'm sure we can all look back. I know I can look back, you know, and say, wow, that choice right there didn't create greater. Cool. It's not right, it's not wrong, it's just the awareness that it didn't create greater. And so all of those failures, all of those experiences, all of those relationships, everything that you're judging as a failure, what if instead you allowed yourself to receive from all of that? (sighs) Holy, right? And then the question becomes, what is right about this I'm not getting? And that's a question from Access Consciousness. And it is, it can change so much, my sweet friends, like so, so, so much. Because usually when we're in the situation, or even 10 years later, there's this energy of like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with that situation? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Well, the universe always responds to your asks. So if you're asking what's wrong with you or what's wrong with anything, you'll start proving yourself right that there's something wrong instead of changing it to what you'd really would like to know, what you're really interested in is what is right about this I'm not getting. So if there was a relationship that you were in and whether you ended it or they ended it, what is right about it you're not getting? And be with that. You're not looking for um, like an answer with that. You're just asking that question from a totally different space of I need the answer so then I can justify and I can reason it and just be like, hey, no, what's right about that? I'm not getting because then all of the awesomeness, all of the all of the yumminess that was part of that relationship, then you can actually start receiving from that too. Because often what people do when we end a relationship, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a lover relationship, if it's a marriage, if it's a, a you know a, a family relationship, maybe you know uh, a daughter doesn't want to talk to her parents anymore, whatever, friend relationship, business, it doesn't matter what it is is that we actually pull our energy out of that relationship. And any time that we pull our energy out of anything, 
We are no longer being the oneness that we truly be. So when we pull our energy out, let's say we're mad at that person, we pull our energy out, now we've separated. And that is the most unnatural thing for us. I don't know if unnatural is a word. I think it is. But anyway, it's the most unnatural thing for us. Because the most natural thing for us is oneness. Now, that doesn't mean you stay in relation, um, like abusive relationships. It doesn't mean that uh, you still answer the phone if it's, if it's heavy to do so or it doesn't feel like it's going to create more to do so. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm just talking about not separating. Energetically still being the oneness you truly be. And you know, you can even right now, if there's a situation you can bring up, whether it's a past relationship or a past money choice or, you know, something that you would maybe say your past failure. Now just take a moment and bring that energy of that, that failure up for you. Now energetically expand into it. So dropping the walls and the barriers that you have up between you and it or them, whatever the situation is, just drop those barriers. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, and then energetically allow yourself to flow into that situation, that person, that energy, whatever it is, just allow yourself. Now, take that even further and expand energetically into the entire world, and then expand energetically into all of you as the infinite being you truly be. And don't worry if you're not quite sure if you're doing it right. Know that as I'm saying it, energetically, you're already doing it. So there's nothing to kind of focus on or, or judge yourself for, but just know that you're already doing it. Now, notice how much more of you there is when you don't separate. And that could be something, you know, it depends on what feels yummy to you or what, what you'd like to do. But if you're really willing to get over the past failure, stop separating from it. Stop the judgment and allow yourself to be the oneness. You may never choose to speak to that person again. It may never create greater to go hang out with them, uh, do business with them again, whatever it was. Just don't, when you pull your energy out, you're actually just hurting you. And that is so, the, the other piece with that, at least in my experience, is the places where I've pulled my energy out, because it's so unnatural for us, it's like those places, those situations, those people have more power in my life than the ones that I don't do that with. So the cut's kind of the other thing of maybe the opposite of what you would expect to occur. And what if it's actually what creates greater? That you be all of you no matter what. Now, I can perceive some of you having a difficult time with this. Maybe you've even shut the radio off by now. Uh, you're so not thrilled with this idea of being the oneness with those people. So what you want to look at in those situations is... Like, what, what is it with that? Is it that you've blamed the other person? Is it that you've blamed yourself? Like, what, what is it that's actually going on that you wouldn't choose to be the oneness you truly be with them? And let's say it is blame. Let's say that they did something that ended the relationship. Let's say they cheated on you and that just didn't work for you. Then, like, yes, they chose something that didn't create greater and if you don't play the victim in that situation, then you could look at a few different things. And this isn't, I, I'm hesitating saying this because I know it can be taken the, the wrong way, but I'll say it and then I'll see what I can do with it after that. Uh, you know, like, let's say it was a three-year relationship and they cheated for two of the three years. What you want to be honest with yourself about is like, how much awareness did you shut off to not actually be aware of that? Or in many situations, 
the person was totally aware that it was going on, but they didn't want to be aware of it. So they pretended, they denied, you know, they, they played all sorts of mind games with themselves to convince themselves that their, their person wasn't cheating. And again, I'm not doing this from the place of we should blame ourselves in those situations. That's not what I'm saying at all. But in order to truly get over past failures, you got to look at this stuff with your eyes wide open and really be in the awareness of, hey, that actually was something that I knew or you might have been like totally bamboozled. (laughs) I think I might be making up words today. I'm not sure. Uh, And even that is great information. Because let's say you were totally bamboozled, then what you want to look at is what are your points of views about cheating? Because if we have points of views, judgments, beliefs uh, about cheating or that person, let's say you had, um, let's say the, the judgment that cheating is bad, And a spouse would never cheat on a spouse. What happens in those judgments is that you shut off your awareness to what's actually going on. And that's why we do become shocked (laughs) when situations occur, when it doesn't match our judgment. Like, uh, you know, if there's a, a minister who's been molesting his children, usually the entire community is shocked when it comes to light because everybody went, well, this person is this, they're, they're a minister, they're, they don't do that, it's, it's wrong to do that, and he's good, or like all that stuff. Whereas if we stop those judgments, <laughs> this, is, this is truly one of the gifts of being in no judgment and infinite awareness, is that then you can be aware when people are choosing things, And then you can choose based on that. So it doesn't mean that if you had no point of view about cheating, that you would be happy if if your spouse cheated on you. That's not it at all. If you had no point of view about it, you'd actually have more clarity of what worked for you or not. And you'd also be aware if they were going to choose it or choosing it. Because you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So you'd like to do that. Awesome. Doesn't work for me. So relationship's over. Thanks so much. See ya. Like it's a totally different and it kind of sounds, I mean, I know it sounds so ridiculously simple when I say it like that. And there is some of that ease. There's a lot of that ease, to be honest, when you're willing to be, to be no point of view about things. And there's some areas that you'll probably find to be much easier to be no point of view. So cheating for some people is, is an area that's easy for them to have no point of view about it. Maybe they're even okay with, with having an open marriage. Cool. And then there'll be other areas that may be more difficult. It just depends. From my experience, it depends on our past. So if you've been cheated on, uh, then often that becomes where, where you have more judgments about it. Uh, and that's okay, you know. Now, we can also look at it from the other side. Let's say you were the one who did the cheating. And the relationship ended because you did the cheating. I'm using the word cheating. <laughs> I'm not sure that, I mean, that, that in of itself, I think, holds a lot of judgment. But I'm, I'm going to continue to use it. Uh, so if you were the one who did the cheating and they left, then it's still not about blaming. It's not about going, oh, my God, I was horrible. I was wrong. I was whatever. To me, that's really good information. <laughs> Which I laugh because it sounds ridiculous, I'm sure. Uh, And if you were choosing outside of the relationship, to me, that is very good information for you. Now, there's some relationships, like I say, that are open and both couples know and they go do what they want. That's a totally different situation. But if you were in a, a committed relationship and the general consensus was it was just you and that person, and you chose outside of that relationship, and the other person found out. That is some very valuable information, my sweet friend. Because if they found out, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it, you actually wanted to be found out. I know, I know, I know, you probably want to hit me, maybe you've now shut the radio off. (laughs) But we do not, 
We do not ever, ever, ever allow somebody to find something out about us that we didn't actually desire them to find out. So usually it is the sucker punch to that other person for, in often cases, it's years of resentment. So maybe you felt like you didn't have choice. Maybe you felt belittled. Maybe you felt disrespected. Maybe you felt unheard. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You chose outside the marriage. You, that other person, you know, the person in your relationship, they found out you actually desired that. So it gifted you something. And if you're truly willing to be honest with yourself about that, that will change everything for you. Whether you guys have decided to continue with the relationship or you've decided to end the relationship, it doesn't matter, but it will gift you so freaking much space with that honesty. And that honesty to you, because I'm not talking about letting the other person know what that was about. This really is about you. Because again, just going with the title of the show and the energy of how to get over past failures, if you are, you know, kind of sitting in crap because you chose outside the relationship, the other person found out they ended it or they're, you know, upset about it, uh, get honest with you. Look at that. Okay, cool. You desired to be found out or you wouldn't have been. <laughs> Believe me, there are probably thousands, I was going to say millions and, and maybe so, millions, thousands of people on the planet who will never get found out. What's the difference? They're actually doing that with another person outside of their relationship from a totally different energy than I'm screwing you over. Uh, you're paying for what you did 10 years ago, two years ago, last week, whatever it is. It's a different energy. Now, I have no scientific proof about this, so please always follow what feels true for you. I have just worked with so many people in all of my years that have either been the cheater or the cheated, I guess, uh, and it always comes down to that. And I have worked with so many people also who were never doing it from cheating, and that the, they were never, ever found out because it wasn't done from that energy. But if you're truly doing it from the energy of cheating and you get caught, <laughs> look at that. That's brilliant information for you. And now what? Now we go back to the questions. Okay, cool. What's right about this I'm not getting? And then with that honesty, <laughs> look at if the relationship really, truly works for you. Because the other thing that I've seen occur in a relationship is that one person does choose outside the relationship, then it's like it scares the other person because the other person maybe doesn't desire to have somebody who cheats on them, but the whole idea of them ending it and say moving out or moving the other person out and now being single and having in a lot of cases kids to raise and the whole single parenting and like it, it, they almost go into kind of this overwhelm. So what they do is they hang on so tight to the person who did do the cheating and the person who did the cheating usually is feeling very bad and wrong and wants to do anything to make that other person feel better. So they hang on really tight and nobody really looks at what's truly going on. Yeah, I know. This is a really, <laughs> this is going a really interesting way. So um, how does it get any better than this? And I actually have more to say about that. So we'll come back after break and I will talk a little bit more about that. And uh, yeah, talk about some more ways of how to get over past failures. We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at glenicehughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. glenicehughes.com. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? 
She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about how to get over past failures and... There's so much to this. Right now, as we ended kind of the first segment, I was talking about uh, people who choose to cheat. And, you know, really, whether you're the cheater or the cheated, the cheating energy itself is a totally different energy and often is one where we're looking to get back at that person. They've done something, maybe it was 20 years ago, uh, or maybe it's a continuous thing and there's just kind of like this sucker punch of I'll show you type of energy. Uh, and that's not right or wrong. It's just you want to look at if you're the one who did the cheated and now you're in the guilt and the shame and you're so wrong and you're trying to make it up to the person, really get honest with you. Is that relationship something you'd even like to continue with the way that it is? Is there maybe some sort of like a counseling or, you know, some sort of sessions that you guys could be getting where where you could voice those previous concerns or, but... And it all starts with you getting honest with you. And so for both of them, in any situation that you're in, look at what it is for you. Look at the information in that situation for you. And I'm going to stress it again, by no means do I mean people abusing others or hurting or, you know, intentionally causing pain, suffering, like all of that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about at all here. It's just... The energy of a lot of this for us, we get so caught up in the drama trauma instead of like, hey, what is this for me? And what would I like it to be? And so then we kind of ended last segment, I was talking about like, I I have seen couples kind of hang on even tighter after one of them cheats and, and there's no honesty in it. And then that becomes this other crazy level because now the person cheated on you know, really has kind of the other person's puppet strings and there's just all sorts of stuff. So it's like really getting honest. Does the relationship work anymore? If it does, what are the pieces that require to be changed? And all of that. And if you did, if you were the one who cheated and the relationship ended and they hate you and you're maybe still in the drama trauma of it, like stop that. Stop that. Go into what is right about this I'm not getting. And what can you do now? Like, what is possible now? If you look at what it was that got you, you know, in in cheating with that, on that person, be honest with yourself about that. Because that's a thing about what we might call failures, is they can give us the information required to ensure we don't choose them again. If we don't desire to choose them again. (laughs) Because it's not ever out of our control. I know that we say it is. I know that we like to have all sorts of things and people and experiences and situations to blame. But it's not. It's up to us. It's a choice that we make. And a lot of times it's a lot of little choices. And one of the questions that I love, this one is also from Access Consciousness, is, you know, what 10 seconds of unconsciousness did I use to create this? So for some people, it could be that they had too much to drink at the bar. There's, there's so many things and it's like, okay, cool. You know what? Maybe you don't need to drink at the bar anymore. <laughs> like it truly can be that simple. And the other piece with this kind of getting over past failures is it's a beautiful distraction. So the other thing you want to be really honest with yourself, no matter what the past failure was, this is beyond cheating and not cheating and all of that, is are you willing to stop distracting yourself with it? 
Because <laughs> if you're not, then you are going to stay in the drama trauma and you are going to spin in it and you're going to cause all sorts of crazy about it because there's some sort of value to you in staying in it instead of going, you know what? I totally fucked that up. Like totally. I did a radio show a couple of years ago now. It's called uh, Stop No. Oh, I'm sorry I was a cunt. <laughs> That's the radio show. Uh, so if profanity isn't your thing, don't listen to that show. Uh, but it's, and it's, it's that exactly. I mean, it took me a long time. It took me, I believe, almost a year for me to truly, truly, truly be honest enough with myself of the choice that I made and what, what the result was to say, hey, you know what? I was a cunt. I totally, totally was. And... I'll tell you what, <laughs> that willingness to acknowledge that and then actually take the action that really created more for me, like that was really yummy to take, that changed, every, that was a game changer for me. And it was something that I'd never, I didn't even know. I honestly, I mean, it sounds so ridiculous for me to say out loud now, but if you would have talked to me six months before that radio show and said, you know, have you ever been a cunt, Glenise? <laughs> I would have been like, no, no, I'm quite a nice person, really. <laughs> and you know why I would have told you that? Not because it was true, but because I had such a judgment on being a cunt. That's why I didn't know I had such a judgment of being a cunt. I didn't even know when I was being it. And believe me, I beat it. <laughs> and it's not wrong. It's one of the billions of brilliant choices that we have. It's just that the way that I was doing it was not creating more because I wasn't even aware I was doing it and I was doing it. So if you're truly willing to get over your past failures, acknowledge those things. Acknowledge when you're a cunt. Acknowledge when you're an ass. And acknowledge when the other person is too. Because that's the other thing is that, I mean, I, was, I, I wouldn't even acknowledge when I would justify when people were cunts to me because I had so much judgment on it. So I couldn't, I couldn't say, oh, that person's being a cunt to me because, oh my gosh, that would mean I'm judging them and that's horrible. And, and I usually would have a definition of that person like, oh, I mean, they're a nice person or they're my best friend or they're this or they're that. It's like, no, <laughs> nope. Get rid of all that shit. You can acknowledge what is and man, the freedom in acknowledging what other people are choosing and what you're choosing. For me personally, game changer. And all of a sudden nothing becomes significant nothing becomes significant. So if you look at those past failures, those ones that maybe that you're feeling really like guilty about or bad about like that energy, look at what did you choose? And not from judgment, but from the awareness. Be honest with you. It's like, wow, yeah. Every time, I don't know, every time I feel jealous around my boyfriend, I get um, pouty you know, whatever it might be, get honest with yourself, call it like it is, and have no point of view about it. Because then next time, you can actually be aware of it. And then you still might get pouty, but you'd actually be doing it from the energy of what would create the most here. Like, oh gosh, what catches his attention? Oh, when I get pouty, okay, cool, I can play that game. But right now, the person who's doing that, but has, you know, kind of the pouty thing as a wrongness, wouldn't even know they're doing it. So they're being actually a victim to it. Oh my gosh, such a big, so, so many pieces, but you know, I just keep laughing because it's so, it's so much more ease when, when you don't make things significant. There's so much more space. There's so many more possibilities. You look at all the choices that you've made in your lifetime. Not one of them was a failure. Were there choices that, you know, some of those choices could have you made other choices that created more? Of course. And you may not have known that before you made the choice. So this is the other piece is that sometimes we don't actually know. Now, 
chances are, in terms of, say, like cheating with somebody, um, you probably did know ahead of time that that wasn't going to create the greatest. Uh, and you probably, you know, would be saying, oh, no, Glenice, I didn't want to get caught. I promise you, if the other person found out, you did want to get caught. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm not sorry, actually. <laughs> I just know it might not be easy to hear. And hey, you know what? You know for you. So that may not be true for you. That's totally cool. Just the 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 total message of this show today, much like many of my shows truly, is be honest with you. Start telling you the truth. And that will change everything everything. Okay, so let's talk about some more of getting over the past failures. So again, out of the judgment, what's right about this, I'm not getting being honest with yourself about what it really is, whether it's something that somebody's choosing or something you're choosing, just get to that, be willing to be that honest with you so that there's no games, there's no crazy, there's no um, kind of definitions of people or even of yourself that's holding you um, holding the blinders in place so you don't even see what's going on. And then definitely, what's the value? What's the value of spinning in the crazy? Spinning in the judgment? What's the value of not letting it go? Because there's a value there. If you are spinning in it, you're playing in it, you are distracting yourself with it, there is value there. And often it's just that. It's the value of the distraction. Because distraction, (laughs) you know, if you just get the energy of what your life would be like if you never distracted yourself again. For me, it's such a huge, huge energy. And most people are not willing to have that big of lives. Most people have bought the lie that the distraction is part of living that you need to go to your friends and talk about how horrible that other person was, or you need to go and talk about how horrible you are or how wrong you are, or that you need to think about something for 24 days before you make a choice or 24 years before you make a choice or all of that crazy. It's like, no, you can definitely, you can do all of those things and more, or you can go, Hey, That was an interesting choice I made there. Huh, okay. Now what can I choose? Now what can I choose? And that's going to be, I'm going to suggest that as home play for those of you who are really willing to change this for yourself. When you go into the energy of the thing you can't get past, the thing, the failure, the whatever it is, stop, acknowledge it. Yeah, interesting choice. Now what can I choose? And truly be curious with that. Like, don't just give it lip service. Be truly curious. Like, wow, huh, now what could I go choose? And you don't have to find an answer. You don't have to figure it out. But just be in the question of it. So every time that other energy comes up, go to the question. Now what can I choose? Because the choice of the distraction is definitely a choice. And now what can you choose? Because there's also so much beyond the distraction. So much beyond the distraction. Now, the other person, if, it's a, if it is a past relationship of some sort, maybe the other person doesn't want to let it go. Maybe they are, you know, sending all sorts of texts or they're doing all sorts of things or bad-mouthing you or like all that sort of stuff. What if even in that, you're willing to go, and now what can I choose? Not judge them, not uh, defend you, none of it. Just be like, wow, now what can I choose? I have a whole radio show called The Greatest Manipulation You Will Never Use. You do need to fast forward through the first 10 minutes. It's really crackly and and not worth listening to. Uh, But after the 10 minute mark, the crackle goes away. And it's such a brilliant tool because once you're willing to be wrong, you actually have total freedom. So when somebody says to you, let's you know, again, this drama trauma and they're upset and they're trying to, you know, make you wrong. And most of us would go into how right we are <laughs> and how wrong they are. What you want to be able to do is out manipulate and say, wow, you're right. I'm sorry. I was wrong. 
because they can't fight with that. (laughs) But they can fight with, no, I'm not wrong, you're wrong, because now you're giving them energy to fight with. So if that kind of matches some of the situations you're in or one of the situations you're in, check out that radio show. And we will put that and the other radio show that I mentioned, we'll put it in the show notes on my webpage with the radio show so that you have, you know, you can just click to it. Because once you can be wrong (laughs) without believing you're wrong, because you're not wrong, I promise you, you're not wrong. You weren't wrong. You'll never be wrong, even though you'll always believe you're wrong. Uh, If you can admit it, if you can say it to the other person, it becomes the gift that can then stop the drama. Because then they don't have anything to fight against. And now, now it might not work perfectly the very first time you do it, but it can start to shift and change it. And it also gives you something. Because a lot of times in situations where the other person is blaming you and you get all that energy, you often feel like a victim because you're agreeing with them. You're like, oh, you're right, but I have to tell them I'm not, like I, they're wrong because I need to defend myself because they're beating me up and I need to stop. And, and the greatest defense is to agree with them. And it's truly an out manipulation. And in your head, you tell yourself you're not wrong, but it stops some of the crazy. And it might stop all the crazy. It really depends on the situation. And you might need to use it over and over but be willing to be the energy that changes it instead of the energy that continues the crazy of it. And with so many of, well, probably all of the energies that you distract yourself with, they are designed to distract you. Like you will never ever change anything by feeling guilty or by resenting or by being, um, you know, if you hate them, Like that won't ever change anything. And I'm not saying then you, if you hate the person that you pretend you don't and you put on a smile, it's not what I'm talking about at all. But it's like those times when you're laying in bed at night and and you're trying to go to sleep, but you're thinking about this situation and you're just hating them and you just wish they would die and rah, 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 and all that energy. And it's like, that's not ever going to create what you're looking for. Ever. Now, if you're having fun with it and it's, you know, it is, it is a, creating a lightness for you to think about shooting them or cutting their head off or whatever it might be, totally play with that until it's no longer light. That's not wrong. <laughs> Sometimes it's a great um, release in that sense for some people. So play with that. But also recognize when you're doing it from the place of distraction because you're doing that and you're not doing anything else. So maybe it's a situation and you're actually aware that you apologizing would actually create greater. Then take that action. But spinning in the guilt and the shame will not ever, ever create the same space as taking uh, what I would call inspired action, such as saying you're sorry, if that's if that's going to create more. You would be aware of what will and what won't. I'm just kind of talking about all sorts of different situations. So it just depends on the situation for you. Now, I would suggest, though, if you're desperate for an apology from somebody else, that you let that go now. Because <laughs> otherwise, what that could it'll put you back in their power because if you have decided you can't let it go until you get an apology from them, then they have your puppet strings. So recognize that in some situations that's not going to occur. And even if it does be honest with yourself, is that actually something going to create greater for you? If it is find something else and then There's more space for that person to be able to choose the apology. But if you've got the energy that they have to and you're not going to let it go until they do, you've become their puppet. So on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes? 
possibilities and awesomeness from across Europe, New York to California, Australia and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenice's phenomenal classes live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at GleniceHughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniceHughes.com. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're tuned in to The Glenice Show. Want to find out more about what Glenice and the show are about? Visit GleniceHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking how to get over past failures. And the biggest piece of this really is to stop judging that it's a failure recognize that it's something that you chose, you're not a victim, and the honesty with you of what it is for you. And then now, what would you like to create? So we talked in the second segment about the question kind of like, what what can I choose now? And it's very much the same energy, except it's kind of a broader view, I guess, of like, what would you like to create? So we'll go back to using the example of the relationship. It's a past relationship that ended. And what would you like to create now? I mean, it might be something really simple in the sense of ease with the ending of that relationship. Maybe it only ended a couple days ago, so it's still pretty fresh. Maybe it ended a longer ago, so maybe it's what you'd really like is to actually create a relationship that works for you. So it's really getting into that creative energy of like, what would you like to create now? And what it does is it takes your focus off of what was wrong or what didn't go the way you decided it should or what you're judging yourself for into, okay, what would I like to create? Takes us out of the victim and into the creator. We are the creators of our lives at least that's my awareness. It doesn't have to be yours, uh, but probably you wouldn't be listening to the show if that wasn't also your awareness. Uh, we're the creators. So if we blame and we are, you know, ev- everything's just happens to us, then you're going to stay in that drama, trauma, that distraction, that crazy, which is fine. That's just one choice. And Another choice is what would you like to create now? Those things that you've called failures, how can you use those to your advantage? That's a funny question. I get that. I totally get that. And how can you? Like if you had a relationship where it ended uh, badly, how can you use that to your advantage? Now, like most of the questions we ask, we're not looking for an answer. But it becomes where the energy then is a creative energy and a contri- contributes. <laughs> I think there's another way to say that. Uh, but basically, the energy contributes. It's a generative energy. So you're receiving from it. And you're curious, like, what, how, how can I use this to my advantage? Maybe you've had five relationships end really badly. Cool. How can I have that? How, how can I use that energy to my advantage? Similar to what's right about this I'm not getting and different in the sense of you can utilize that energy to create greater. It could be just the awareness of uh, what you like in a relationship. It could be that after all those breakups, that you know, hey, it just doesn't work for me to have blah, 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 whatever it was. So you get the clarity, but you're also not 
putting up any barriers to receiving from those what you would judge as failures. And I would really look at it like from that really kind of uh, specific energy of wherever you've got the judgment of you that you failed, look at that. Be, and not, look at that might not be the right word. Um, be present with that energy when you ask, what would I like to create here? Because we can ask generally, of course, what we'd like to create in our entire life. And that's awesome. Uh, in order to actually really receive from the whole situation, though, with what you've decided was a failure, is that energy. It's like being present with that specific area and asking, what would I like to create here? And it could be, using again the example of the, the relationships, it could be that, hey, you know what, I'd actually just like to be single for a while. Like, that's okay too. There's no right or wrong to any of it. It's just the knowing for you what you'd like to create. Because then, when you're in that distraction, when you're focusing on the failure, you actually have another energy to go play with. Where you can go, oh yeah, that, okay, right. I could, I could just keep making myself wrong about this. Or, what would I like to create? Oh, wow, I'd really like to create a relationship that's fun and ease and we laugh all the time, something like that, you know? Uh, so then when you go to that energy from the, the wrongness of the failure and you take it then into the energy of like, what would I like to create? And then you start playing with that energy, you're already creating it. You know, this is creation. This is, ah, oh, this is so, mm. it's so easy <laughs> that so many people don't do it because it's too easy. Because, right? It's that there's so much energy put into, well, the drama, the trauma, the the shit, the crazy, the distraction, that if we just stopped all of that and went straight into what we'd like to create, oh my gosh, do you know what your life and living would be like? <sighs> and no, I mean, just get the energy of that. Just start getting the energy of that, especially for the things that are maybe you allow to take up a lot of your headspace or energy, whatever you might want to call it. Those things, those things that maybe you've been making yourself wrong for for a long time or other people have, or you've been making other people wrong for a long time, like the, those things. Get a sense of what your life and living would be like if you started choosing and taking action on what you'd like to create. <sighs> Yeah, because even if, let's say it was a parent that uh, did something that you didn't think they should have, and let's say that was 30 years ago, <laughs> and you're still giving it, uh, you know, headspace, you're still thinking about it, it still comes up, you're still using it against them, you're still punishing them for it, whatever all of that energy is. Now go to the energy of what you'd like to create. Is it more of that or is it a different relationship? Yeah, for most people, it'll be something different. Would not to be having that as part of the, the relationship anymore. Because most of us have, we, we probably could all write books about things people have done to us and blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, it's not about ending those relationships. Now, in some cases, for some people, it is. But for the majority of us, it isn't. It's like, wow, yeah, that was an interesting choice. Okay, cool. Now, maybe you go, yeah, you know what, though, Glenice? I would really like to talk to them about that. Then do it. <laughs> Stop creating the crazy in your head about it. Stop giving it, I'm going to call it like, you know, mental real estate. And take that action then. If you're aware that it would create more for you to have that conversation about it, let's say with your parents that they did something 30 years ago that, that you've still been kind of spinning in, then sit down, have the conversation and stop distracting yourself with it. And start then looking at after that conversation, now, well, actually, you know what? Before the conversation, not after, ask yourself, what would you like to create? What would you like to get out of that conversation? And what I would suggest 
is if you have any points of views about how you would like them to respond, a couple things. (laughs) One, clear those so that you don't walk in with that. But also, you could let them know right off the top. You could be that bold and say, hey, you know what, I've got to talk to you guys about that thing that occurred. What I'm asking from you both, whether you believe it or not, whether you agree with it or not, what I'm going to ask you for is an apology. You can actually be that bold. Because walking in there and expecting an apology from somebody who maybe saw the situation entirely different, as most of us do, and then they don't give you that apology, maybe they start to defend themselves. That can cause a lot of crazy So what you want to be really honest with you about is what is it that you're looking for and are you willing to ask for it right off the get-go and are you going to allow that to affect you after? If you don't get it, even if you ask for it and they say absolutely no, are you going to allow that to affect you? So ultimately, if you're not having that conversation with them for you, don't do it. Or I shouldn't say don't do it. That's not what I mean. But don't do it from the place of I'm going to have this conversation and then they will blah, blah, blah. Because you're just setting yourself up to trip. But if you're willing to say, hey, I don't care how they respond. I know for me, just getting this off my chest, I will, it's going to change everything. Then go ahead and do it. But not from the place of then they have to say whatever. Unless you (laughs) end... Because, I mean, you could even say to some people, hey, I'm going to tell you this. You, what I am asking from you is to apologize, and then we'll move forward. Some people would not do that anyway. (laughs) So however you want to deal with that, but be honest with you. And then what would you like to create? Because then it's about moving forward. It's about letting that shit go, letting those things that either you hold others responsible for or you hold yourself responsible for, saying no more. No more. Done. It's over. I made those choices. I'm aware of the energy of that now. Now what would I like to create? And then it becomes where I call it kind of creating the habit of it, right? So that when that comes up, that energy comes up next time, stop, acknowledge, and then what would I like to create? Get into the creative energy of it and take those action steps. Maybe it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to have that conversation with them from, you know, situation 30 years ago. And I would actually like to have a closer connection with them. Maybe you're recognizing that you're holding them, um, you know, have walls or barriers up between you and them from those experiences. And you're just saying to yourself, hey, you know what? Interesting choice. Cool. Now, what would I like to create? Oh, you know what? I'd actually like to create more of a connection. Okay. Well, what's that going to take? Huh. I wonder. And you just stay in that space of like, what's that going to take? And maybe you have an awareness to go and visit, or maybe you have an awareness of having them for dinner or whatever it might be. But then you start actually taking the action to creating what you'd like to create. And I know that a lot of this just sounds so simple, guys. And honestly, it is. It can be. I should say that. It can be. If you're willing for it to be simple, it can be. Now, of course, you can also join me uh, or many other facilitators around the world. We facilitate Access Bars and Access Foundation. And a lot of the tools that I talk about are tools from those classes, So I've got them coming up. I'm going to host a global pop, global foundation pop uh, here, which is a party of possibilities, which means we live stream it uh, into my home here near Sherwood Park, Alberta. uh, And that's for Gary and Dane's class in February. So that starts on February 8th, 9th, 10th and 11th. And I will also be having a foundation in Sweden, in Helmstead, Sweden, May 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. We'll be holding a one-day magic class the day before, so on May 8th. Uh, You can either join us for one of those or for both of those classes. Then we are heading to Sitka, Alaska for bars and foundation. That's July 22nd for bars and then July 23rd to 26th for foundation. I'm so excited. Never been there before. I've never been there before, actually. This is first. bars near Sherwood Park and then foundation August 2nd to 5th. And we 
call this the pool party. This is the second annual pool party bars and foundations. So um, we do have limited space here, guys, uh, just because the, you know, the house itself is not... Um, you know, it's not a conference hall. So if you're coming, let me know sooner rather than later. And then although I don't have it on the books just yet, it will be soon, October 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, Foundation in Las Vegas, baby. So would love to see you somewhere on this beautiful planet of ours. How does it get any better than this? And of course, we will be adding more and more and more classes and events and all sorts of awesomeness. Of course, we also have the weekly newsletter. If you're not on there, come over to glenisehughes.com, get on there, and then you will be kept up to date. And you'll also get a weekly email with a video and has a link to this week's radio show so that you're always caught up. And just kind of finish the show today when I talk about getting over past failures, what you might want to really look at from that place is acknowledging what you've chose. Because it's not about getting over it. It's about acknowledging what you chose in whatever situation, which takes us back to the kind of the empowered, the creator of your life. Acknowledge what you chose. It's not right. It's not wrong. Just acknowledge that you chose it. And now what would you like to create? In that acknowledgement and that honesty to you is where the space and the possibilities are. And from that space, you can change anything. You can create anything. There is no dream too small. So if you've maybe had an entire lifetime of really shitty relationships a lot of times people go, well, that's it. That's all I can have. That's all I've been able to have. Or there's no other type out there. That's it. They're just shitty relationships. you know. And it's like, but what if you could actually have what you desire? What if you could? What if you'd be willing to dream that big? So as I say, your dreams are dreaming of you too. If you can dream of a relationship what's kind and nurturing and honoring and all of the the yumminess for you whatever that is there's that is asking for you too and it requires you to not be in the crazy of the past it requires you to acknowledge what you have chose and start creating what you would like to choose this is like an ongoing forward moving process that you're not in alone. You're not by yourself with this. You can ask that, even if you don't know who the person is, and it's often better not to know who the person is in terms of relationship. If you're willing just to say, universe, I'm ready to actualize that type of relationship and allow that energy that you know is possible, that energy that you can tap into, allow it to contribute to you also so that you're co-creating that because we be the oneness, we be it. But when we separate or we lie to ourselves that something's not possible or we make ourselves less than or all of that, that's when it feels really, really lonely. So dream so much bigger, my sweet friends. Ask so much bigger, receive so much bigger. And I know it sounds crazy, but <laughs> to me, I know anything and everything is possible. And I also know that it's up to me to choose it. It's up to me to take that action. And sometimes it's baby steps and sometimes it's huge leaps forward. Just stop lying to yourself that you've did wrong or that others have done wrong or that anything is wrong. Nothing's wrong. We've all made choices. Some of them created greater, some of them didn't. And now we have another choice. And now we have another choice. And now we have another choice. There's always another choice. What, my sweet friends, would you like to create? What is the life and living that you would like to create that you haven't even let yourself in on yet. And truly, what is possible with your life and your living that you've never even considered possible? Yeah. All right. Have an awesome week, sweet friends, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. 
you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.